Once upon a time in adequately advanced magic. Unless you know of a way to contact Hortense. We wanted to see if he knew anything about these pixies. We could scope out the apartment block from further away, see if we see anything. Do you see that there is a particularly tall building nearby? There is a sign that just says the Tebu building. The building has some 22 floors. We start our climb. Jack's mouth gets dry, so he spits in the corner. <laughs> you see that there are a couple of police officers posted at the back and front gates of the Calamonte neighborhood. Jack, you spy a couple of manholes throughout the alleyway. The three of you do find an alleyway that's 200 to 300 meters away from the Calamonte neighborhood. In the middle, you do see that there is a manhole cover. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you just take the ladder. Niklaus, you are closely behind, and Jack, you go down and you pull the manhole cover into place. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. The three of you plop into the sewers. The way the sewers underneath this neighborhood work is that there are essentially sidewalks on both sides. And in the center is where the water is. Occasionally there are some grates that you can lift up. Jack and possibly Niklaus, you have a hard time seeing in here because it's dark. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) <laughs> yes. True. Did you want some light? No, I'm good. <laughs> I I would like light. I don't want to I want to see where I'm going. That would be nice if you have light. Fine. I'll check my pockets. What do I got that I can set on light? I have my baton. Nice. I turned that into a, a light by casting light on it, so now it's like a torch. Yeah. For flavor, we can say that it's like on the tip, just oh, the tip. Like Harry just Potter. Like, uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, the what you call it? Lumos. Lumos. (laughs) Yeah. You pull out your extendable baton. You swing it open with drama. Flare. With flare. It does flare as you cast light. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, Niklaus, you swing open your baton with flare, and then you cast light on the tip. And then you raise it up, and you can see the layout of the sewer. All right, so who's, who's going to keep track of where we were and where we were going and kind of, like, navigate us through these sewers, guys? Harker did a good job of navigating us through that, the West Hill area. I guess, yeah, but that was, like, something sort of similar, and I had a map. Oh, yeah. This is more, I mean, again, I do have, do I have survive? Yeah, I have a decent survival role, but. You really just need to kind of keep your sense of direction while we're down here. It's the main yes. thing. All right, do I have a sense of which direction we need to go? Joey? Yep. Okay. Go ahead and roll a survival check, though. This seems wise. <laughs> it's wisdom-based. 
<laughs> 20 on the nice. natural. Yeah, here, here, you plop down into the sewer and your sense of direction is just pinging like crazy. <laughs> Somehow in a magical arrow appears in your field of vision and it just tells you where to go oh i forgot i had that helmet mount on sight yeah there's like a little like quest marker that's how good <laughs> you rolled with hyukir's impressive sense of direction the three of you head into the sewers you guys go for some distance and then everybody do a perception check mm-hmm. something following us and death Trap roll the 17. Niklaus has a 5. Herkir has an 8. <laughs> the uh, the bright tip of the baton makes it hard to see past the bright area to the darker. It ruins my night vision. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. Yeah, your your dark vision is all sorts of messed up, Herkir. I'm like phasing in and out of my dark vision. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> your pupils are like super dilated. Jack, ahead of you, you hear a mechanical hissing sound. Hey guys, I think there's something there. We should stop. It sounds like this hiss, but it sounds like mechanical too. Nicholas stops. Do you guys hear it? Hercure stops and listens. You guys hear it, right? I'm not imagining it. I don't hear anything. Now now that I'm listening very carefully, can I hear anything, Joey? Yeah. The three of you hear... (laughs) Well, it sounds like hissing. It's like hiss, hiss, and then some steam noises and something clanging and then something moving along the floor. Is it a quick moving along the floor or slow moving along the floor? From the sound of it, it sounds pretty fast. Nikos looks to see if there's a nearby manhole cover-up in case we need to make a quick getaway. (laughs) Yeah, do a perception check. 18. Yeah, you see one about 60 feet behind you. Where it goes up, only Hukir knows. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think that is? I Doesn't don't sound know. good. Let's let's back up. Let's back up. Why are we backing up? Isn't there a manhole cover back there? Well, does it sound like it's getting closer? I, or I think we should find out what it is. Niklaus, the sounds of whatever this thing is appear to be mostly staying in the same place. Okay, let's just be cautious and go slowly and check it out. All right, I agree. So Niklaus adopts the uh, the crouch walk stealth pose with the, the bright shining light in one hand. Held high. (laughs) But trying not to make sound. Alright, everybody roll their sneak checks again. 11. 15 for Hercule. That's gonna be a 9, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the three of you continue forward? Yeah. The three of you head in the direction of this noise. And how far does your light extend, Niklaus? So 20 feet are bright light, and then an additional 20 feet beyond that are dim light, so 40 feet. Mm -hmm. My dark vision is 60 feet, so I can see beyond that 20 feet, presumably. I can can color the light, so what I'm going to do is, (laughs) seeing as it's been messing up my dark vision, I'm going to color it. (laughs) Color it red. Nice. Nice. Smart. And then murders are happening. It's weird. (laughs) It's it's mood lighting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, make it pink. It'll be a slightly brighter red, like a pinkish... Okay, okay. Like, like a, a bright red, red, not a Scorsese red. <laughs> yeah, scarlet. Niklaus, you turn your light red, and the three of you head toward the sound. Hukir, with your dark vision of 60 feet, 
you suddenly see the outline of what appears to be a snake. We'll say that the three of you are on the same side of the sewer. The snake that you see is 60 feet away from you and it is a medium-sized creature. Okay. As you approach though, just as you stopped, the snake also stopped whatever it was doing. Uh oh And it is now frozen there and sort of looking in your direction. One member of the party stares back. The other two members are like, what? Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do your half-four guys see? <laughs> There's a snake. A really big snake. It's looking at me. Oh, not good, not good. Not good. Can you befriend it? Do not have parcel tongue. I thought we were Harry Potter. <laughs> is it just on, on our side of the sidewalk or is it in the, the stream, as it were? Yeah, it's on your side of the sidewalk. So if we cross over to the other side, is it possible we could just go by it? Jerry's like, I'm yep. going to fucking get you guys. Just <laughs> don't even. What's it doing? Is it still just looking at us? Yeah, it's it's gone into freezing mode and it's just looking in your direction. Mm. It's just looking at us. If we cross over, we could maybe go by it. And you said we can't go around? Oh, if we cross over to the other sidewalk, it's taking up much of this side of the sidewalk ahead of us. Mm. Well, I guess the question is, if we try to cross, do we think that the snake will attack us on the other side? I mean, I guess there's no way to know, but if we go straight, which is the direction I think we have to go, uh, we will definitely run into it, and it's real big. Maybe it will run away in fear. Yeah, if we, like, band together and, and become a big human. <laughs> <laughs> we just need Bulls to intimidate. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Got, you gotta flap your jacket to scare exactly. the snake away. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I. I mean, I mean, I it's don't... not like it's it's not hunting us, right? So like, no, it's uh, yeah. we surprised it. Yeah. yeah, I can clang my swords together and make a lot of noise. That I mean, either it'll run away or it'll attack us. That's true. Those are like the two choices. What we do to it's not just gonna like wait for us to step over it. <laughs> yeah. Good sirs, perchance you you have some butter I can borrow. <laughs> so do we want to attempt that or try to cross? I mean, does it look dangerous to try and cross the uh, stream there? The sewage is moving at a bit of a clip, so you do risk getting swept away to who knows where. All right, let's. We'll just keep going down cautiously. So we're not going to intimidate the snake yet. I mean, you're welcome to try and intimidate it. I'm not sure. I've got. I guess I could bear my fangs. I'm not. Not super. Trying to intimidate or antagonize it. That's good. I don't want to antagonize it either. But I guess we'll just I, see what it does. Also, Jack can't see anything, right? So he's just trusting everything that. It's all a big joke. Hercules playing on you guys. <laughs> 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 all right, Jack does takes out take out both his swords though. Yeah, as you do, it makes that shing, shing, shing. They turn blue, and orc is. All right, let's keep but going. Actually, though, there, there, there is a half orc nearby. <laughs> I know that's that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what are you all doing? Moving slowly down our side in the hopes of not antagonizing the snake overly. Yeah, and isn't like usually snakes like they'll they'll like if they feel threatened they'll like you know make a sound or like hiss it's, or something. It's medium size. It's not like oh, it's it not necessarily operates us. like your garter snake. Yeah. Well, if it's medium-sized, maybe it'll talk, too. 
Okay, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. Uh, th there was a talking rabbit earlier, so... <laughs> That's true. Anything is... I look at it and see if it's wearing a tactical vest. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to make out from this distance. It's just one long turtleneck. So Nikos approaches displaying confidence, yet not trying to be intimidating, while also trying to be quiet and not startle it. So all of those together... That's what he conveys in his walk. Unafraid, but not threatening. So, Niklas, you lead. Well, I, I'll like go side to side with um, Herker, because he can see it. I can't see it yet. <laughs> you know, I guess we'll start to come in, to, unless it moves uh, in 20 feet or so. Herker and Niklas, the two of you are in front. Jack, you bring up the rear. As the three of you approach, you make it about 15 feet, and then the snake drops something. It makes a loud clanging noise onto the floor. And then, Hyukir, you get a better glimpse of it from from the slightly closer distance. Mm -hmm. And you see that the snake is constructed of metal. Uh, guys, it's made of metal. The snake, suddenly an exclamation mark appears over the snake, and it slithers away from the three of you. Wait, does that mean it's a quest? Hey, come back! <laughs> no, this is the Metal Gear Solid exclamation mark where it's like, you do It saw us. So, so it went from, a, oh, something's over there to, oh, there's people. And then it's like, it's alerted. Going back to, to alert, it's actually a baby snake. Then the larger, <laughs> <laughs> full-grown mechanical snake will come later. I heard a noise. What, ha what happened, Durkir? It's It's slithering away. I don't know. Oh, so what it's we doing, defeated it. I don't know if we defeated it, but it's it's leaving. It sounds like it dropped something, so I want to check that out. Okay, uh, <clears throat> let's proceed then. The three of you reach where the snake was previously located, and you see that there are an assortment of tools here. Hey. You see a monkey wrench laying in the middle of this sewer sidewalk. Is there anything like around that it was working on yeah you look up along the wall and you see that there is a pipe and it is leaking slightly some sort of steam or gas is leaking out does it look like they were trying to repair it or trying to sabotage it do an insight check inside six i have no insight it's impossible yeah you get distracted by the shiny tools which Ooh, tools coincidentally includes a crowbar oh nice yes definitely take the crowbar the monkey wrench and the monkey wrench sure yeah i don't know how a snake is using these tools yeah that's a good question any arms but with its mouth i have a lot of questions is what i'm saying yeah about this snake jackass so where did the snake go it's just left it seems to have run away that doesn't sound like a good sign right maybe it went to go tell its bigger friend or something yeah i guess I don't I really don't, know. I'm just curious what it was doing with this, this pipe. Well, should we close the pipe up? If we can figure out how, sure. I think, yeah. Jack takes a look and says he thinks he should be able to figure it out, having worked on with machines and stuff at first job. Sure, take a look. Hercule will move down a little ways. Go ahead and do a intelligence check. Intelligence? None of us Intelligence. Intelligence. 12. I got a 12. Jack, with a 12, you've seen plenty of 
cracks like this in pipes. You do see that you have to briefly shut off the valve and then patch the hole in the pipe in order to fix it. Jack decides to do that with the wrench. Yeah. With the wrench, you are able to close the valve, but you don't see any particular way to fix the pipe. Is it like a hole in the pipe, basically? Yeah, there's a crack in it. Jack takes his dirty wife beater and ties it around it. <laughs> you tie your dirty wife beater around it, but it doesn't completely stop the, the steam slash gas from escaping. Well, it's, it's sort of hard to tell right now because the valve is shut. Oh, right, right, right. So what you doing there, Jack? Is it just a crack in the pipe there? I think so, and, and my wife beater, I don't think it'll do it. So I'm just going to take it off and use you it for something else. Take a shot at it. It's all yours. Okay, keep the valve closed, though. I don't want to get my hand burned. Sounds good. All right, so Niklaus walks up to the the crack in the pipe, and he examines it, and he puts his hand on it, and then runs his, like, finger along, tracing the crack as he casts spending. Nice. Yeah. As you run your finger along the crack, you cast your spell, and it magically merges. It merges into itself, fixing the break. Should I turn the valve back on? Like, yeah, I take a, another once over on it, make sure there's no other places I missed. Hold the, the light up. If it looks good, turn it on. All right, turning it on. Jack cranks. Yeah, you crank the valve open. You do not see any steam slash gas exiting the pipe. Hooray! Nikos holds up his hand for a high five. High five. Boom, 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 boom. And Jack hands the wrench back to Hercure. Improvised mace. <laughs> Well, I don't know what that was for, but we fixed it. Do they maybe send down the snake because it looks like a pipe? I don't know, but I was thinking maybe it's possible that it's uh, some sort of city repair thing. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Well, I'm glad we didn't have- it wasn't a- I'm glad it wasn't unfriendly. Yeah. We'll see. That was our good deed for the day. Are we uh, good to continue on? Yeah. Let's do it. The three of you continue down the sewer. And, Huker, you are able to locate a manhole that you estimate will not pop up straight in the alleyway of the Calimonte neighborhood. Okay. Alright, fellas. I think this is the, uh, the one. Let's do it. Let's do it. Get out of here. Well, you'll have to lead the way. You've oh, got right, the strength. Right, right, right. Kinda. There's a ladder, right, Joey? Yep. So Jack climbs up, one hand holding the ladder, the other kind of pokes it up just a little bit and uh, kind of put uses his head to kind of like keep pushing it up so that his eyes can see. What, what does he see? Jack, you push up the manhole cover and you see that you are in the back of a noodle stand. There are any people around? a lot. Ahead of you, about 10 feet, you see a pair of feet. Uh-oh. You see it. <laughs> Whoever these feet belong to, they appear to be cooking some stuff. Okay. And that's the only feet I see. Yep. All right. So Jack quietly puts down the manhole cover and says, relays that to the rest of the crew. Do you guys think we should chance it? Yeah, if we do it quietly. All right. All right. I will try and do it quietly. So... Jack uh, opens up the manhole cover, tries to quietly slide it about halfway through, just enough room for all of us to be able to squeeze through. Do a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand, okay. I got 20, not natural. Yeah, with surprising ninja skills, you are able to very quietly lift up this manhole cover and then slide it 
over to the side. It's all those, it's the little muscles that matter. Yeah. Those movements. <laughs> and you're literally 10 feet behind the same noodle dude who cooked you noodles. <laughs> I knew it. Like five episodes ago. And Jack gets out and tries to see, tries to hide behind something if there is. If there isn't, he just kind of tries to blend in with the wall. All right. Go ahead and roll a stealth check. 12. Jack, you're able to army crawl <laughs> over to the side of the noodle stand. As you do, you see that James is sitting at the noodle stand eating oh. some noodles. He hasn't seen you, though. Okay, okay. Yeah, so you crawl out over to the side and around. All right. Meanwhile, Hirkir and Niklaus are still inside the sewer. I'll climb up after uh, he's clear. Yeah. Do you do it sneakily? Yes. Yeah. I try to. Go ahead to. and roll let's, your let's, uh, sneak check. be clear. I try to. <laughs> 18. Yeah. Just like Jack... You slither out of the sewers, <laughs> and you like you do like the worm over to where Jack is, <laughs> and the two of you are just like wind. Yeah. <laughs> now it's Nicklaus. Yeah, seeing my friends make their way out, I follow behind, sneakily trying to get to where they are. So just yep. uh, normal stealth. Yep. Natural twenty. Nice. How do you do it? I wait for the noodle guy to like, he's gonna like take some noodles to a customer. And so I, I like just nonchalantly walk like kind of behind to the side of him. So he doesn't see me, but it also blocks the vision of the people. So they just see him walking across and I just walk over to the, my friends and like, okay, what's the plan? Nice. <laughs> yeah. The three of you find yourselves inside the same alleyway of the Calamonte neighborhood. You're just like five feet away from the noodle shop where y'all ate at. How far are we from Hortense's apartment? There is a bit of a distance. You have to go a little bit down the alleyway and then cross into his apartment. It's like about 60 feet or so. Okay. So guys, we just gotta not draw any attention as we go towards Hortense. Good. We're very good at being sneaky. Jack wraps the white feet around his head again. (laughs) (laughs) And then he mutters cameras. You never know. (laughs) Nikos is not sure what he means, but he sees that Jack's ready to go. So just uh, act natural. All right. The three of you head toward the entrance of Hortense's apartment block. Nothing in particular happens. In the distance, you do see that there are a couple of police officers patrolling throughout the neighborhood. You reach the stairwell of Hortense's apartment. Nice. Now the real question is, does anybody remember what floor he lives on? Jack does not. He doesn't remember much. Second or like sixth? My notes don't go back that far in time. <laughs> Niklaus slowly, slowly brings his hand up to his head in, in concentration as he he recalls the floor that Hortense lives on. Yeah, it's apartment two three zero five. Two three okay. zero five. Okay, guys, it's <laughs> it's apartment two three zero five. Easy. So let's go find him. I hope nobody yeah. sees us. The three of you roll up to just outside of here, uh, not here, cares of Hortense's apartment. Niklaus knocks on the door. From inside, you hear, Oh my, who is it? Is it you? Is it the police again? Again? No, it's, uh, your mushroom exterminators back again. Oh, my boys, come inside quickly. It takes them another. 30 seconds to reach the door, though. Oh, jeez. Put him out of his misery. (laughs) Oh, God. 
<laughs> he he opens the door and he lets the three of you in. We enter the apartment. Oh, it's you boys. The boys are back in town. I heard the three of you got into some trouble. What did you hear? I heard you attacked a police substation and kidnapped three people. Three people? Three people. Well, we got Audrey out from where they were keeping her. Oh, that's good. In any case, what what has brought you boys back here? Well, we actually had a, a question about something that we came across that maybe you, you could help us with. Turns out there was a goblin inside the police substation that was smuggling out a, a pixie. Oh. You know about pixies? Uh, I do know a little bit, but most of my knowledge is contained in those books there in my mushroom closet. Guess that's just what I'm calling it now. <laughs> Could you help me find my eyeglasses, though? My eyesight isn't that good. Sure, yeah, we can we can help you with that. Where do you where'd you leave them? Uh I I don't really remember. Is this another quest? We have to find his eyeglasses. Yes, yes, it is. So he left the high glasses and cannelloon. So we gotta <laughs> talk to Audrey's sister, get the papers, go over there, come back. But no, he says I'm pretty sure it's in this apartment somewhere. And I guess we split up and look for him. Yeah. All right. All right, Jack, where do you go? Uh, into the kitchen. All right, Jack, you head into the kitchen. What do you do? I uh, look on the t- uh, countertops. Yeah, do a perception check. Uh, 20 unnatural. Mm-hmm. You see that Hortense has, apparently has a very steady diet of leeks. <laughs> Where he gets it from, who knows? <laughs> All right. You do not see any eyeglasses here. Uh, Niklaus, what do you do? I check the master bedroom. Yeah. You head into the master bedroom. Go ahead and do a perception roll. Perception. It's a four. You take a look around and it smells musty. Uh, That's it. What? (laughs) Here, here. What are you doing? Okay, so Niklaus looked in the master bedroom. Where did Jack look? Uh, I went to the kitchen. I will check the bathroom next. Here, here, you roll into the restroom. Go ahead and do a perception check. 22. You search the restroom for some glasses. All you find, though, is some rat poop. Oh, no. It seems like there's some old mushroom in it, though. Oh, it all comes together. I'll clean it up for... for uh... such, a, such a courteous young lad. I will remember this for the rest of my short life. <laughs> Damn. He's probably gonna outlive all of us still. Hmm. Alright, Jack will go check the closet. Alright, Jack, you go over to the mushroom closet where Hortense keeps his book, and you take a look around. Go in and roll a perception check. Perception. Okay. 13. With a 13, you do not see any eyeglasses, but you are reminded of that hole that the rat popped out of. Oh my god. The rat's, uh, what's the word? The rat's nest where he stole the glasses. Oh, right, we did to the rat. We have to, like, destroy his apartment. So Niklaus, seeing his friends, kind of, like, check all the rooms, and reminded by Jack about the the rat holes, like, pokes his head in the the nearest rat hole, and is like, looks looks inside, trying to find the glasses. 
Do a investigate check, actually. Investigate. That is a 18. Yeah, which room are you in, Niklaus? I was in the master bedroom, but uh, as I walked closer, I guess I would walk by the staff room. Mm-hmm. And then take a look in the hole there. Because that's where we narrowed it to, right? Or was it the... I haven't really narrowed it. Didn't we board that hole up? Yeah, we boarded all the holes up except the one in the closet. Okay, so then I go to the closet. Mm-hmm. You poke your head into the closet rat hole, and not far from the entrance, you do see the glint of something shiny. I reach my hand in, try to, try to grab it. So brave. Damn. You reach your hand into the hole, and you grab onto a pair of very dirty glasses. Grab them out. You kind of go and blow on the uh, glasses to try to clean them a bit. <laughs> Uh, Horton says, oh, you you found my glasses. I wonder what they were doing in there. Looks like there was a rat trying to read. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure it was trying to teach its family how to read. Well, we, we killed it, so <laughs> they're going to have to fend for themselves now. Ah, uh, yes, so tragic. In any case, what can I help you boys with? We wanted to see if there was anything in your books that could tell us about pixies because the one that we have seems to be broken oh right first he takes the glasses from you niklaus mm-hmm. and he puts them on his head and then he heads to the mushroom closet where he peruses his books for a second and he pulls one out it seems to be a bestiary of sorts and he begins to peruse it well what did you want to know so the one that we have seems to be unconscious and we can't wake it up. Is there anything about them hibernating or... Yes, it seems they can survive for quite some time. Is there anything about pixie dust? Yes, actually. It seems like you can make quite a... quite a... quite a potent narcotic. What about keeping pixies in glass jars and how do you keep get, get them out or... <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. It seems I have heard of such a barbaric tradition before. It seems you can only keep a pixie imprisoned such as that for only a period of time before the pixie dies. That's not good. Yes, eventually after after several decades, the pixie begins to run out of dust unless it is freed from its imprisonment interesting because i remember we didn't have any good ideas for breaking it out other than smashing it which might hurt the pixie itself right right okay 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 right what did the container look like my boys it was glass like a, s- a glass cylinder is that, is that right it was a glass cylinder and did it fit into something it was like a metal canister that had a glass viewing like port that was like covered and you had to open it to reveal it Mm, i see you see back in the day people would catch pixies and imprison them in devices as such usually these devices require keys to open oh boy keys that makes sense guessing gobsu didn't get the key yeah which means that the Godfathers probably still has it. Probably. Oh, not good, not good. 
Well, it looks like she'll be fine in there for the short term. Probably. If they can last, if they can last decades. I don't know how long the Godfather has had her in there, but... We can also... Maybe Audrey knows something that can uh, crack the lock. If we can That's true. find it. That's true. So not... Okay. Not, not, not too bad. We have some options. I also have a spell that undoes locks. You mean Magitek, right? Kind of nudges. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the Magitek spell. <laughs> the one that makes the loud knocking sound? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's possible that may be able to free the pixie. Worth a shot, worth a shot. Does it say anything in there about how to heal them or care for them? Is there like a owner's guide? No, I don't think so. In general, you probably don't want to keep them locked up for so long. Okay. In any case, they stop producing dust after a while anyways. It's pointless to keep them locked up for so long. Does it hurt them to run out of dust like that? I would presume so, or perhaps it is just a sign of aging. Okay. Well, yeah, that's why we stopped by, was to get some information on Pixies. Did you guys have any other questions? What were all those staffs again? Your adventure staffs? Yes, you were only here a day ago, boy. Do you not remember about the stories that I told you about my wooden staffs, how they are so versatile, and you can use them for anything? You think we could borrow one? I suppose... Which one would you like? Oh, I don't know. Is it like just a normal staff? Does it do stuff? Some of them have special abilities. Alright, I'll take one. I don't know about you guys. A special ability staff sounds pretty pretty dope. Yeah, I could use a magic staff. Well, let me just give you one for now. Alright. Okay. As thanks for finding my glasses. (laughs) Seems like a fair trade. Hortense heads into his wooden staff room, and after a couple of seconds of perusing, he grabs one, and he hands it to Jack. Yeah, sure, thanks, man. What's it do? How do you use it? Yes, this is a staff of flowers. Oh, nice. (laughs) You can also use it to beat up people. That's that's also useful, too. Yes, it's a big stick. But it is also a big stick that can make flowers. Oh, great. Thanks. Thanks, sir. That's very, that's very useful. Yes, do take care of it. It is one of my prized wooden staffs. I shall. I shall. He kind of, he looks at like Hercure Nicklaus and kind of like gestures like, you guys want this? I'll take it. All right. Hands it over to Hercure. Anyways, do... Come back soon, my boys. I think I will need your help again quite soon. Yeah, once we get this misunderstanding cleared up with the police, we'll be back again. Oh, that was you, boys. Of course it wasn't. Nope. We would never do something that would get us in trouble with the law. Of course you wouldn't, he winks. (laughs) It's a misunderstanding. The police don't really know what they saw. They <laughs> never really of which, know what they see. Do you know if uh, Audrey's apartment is being watched by the police? I did see a couple of them enter the building a little while back, but 
I don't know if they're watching it or not. There was a um, couple of bridges I saw that went between apartment complex. Do you know if there's one to get to her side from here? Ah, yes, you can, actually. There is one upstairs. There's a couple of stairs you have to climb, though. They're very hard. I can sympathize. (laughs) (laughs) For me, at least. (laughs) Quickly now, my boys wouldn't want you to be misunderstood by the police again. Good good idea. Thank you for your help, Hortense. We'll see you again soon. Yes, I hope so. So, Nikolaus takes his leave. So what is this staff of flowers? Just a basic staff? Yeah, so the staff is a simple melee weapon. Yep. And it also has ten charges that let you make a flower sprout. Nice. So you can, like, poop out flowers, basically. Maybe if there's, like, a protest and there's, like, riot police, we can give them flowers. (laughs) Put them in the barrel of their... Yeah. Because it worked so well. The last time that happened. <laughs> <laughs> the even common magic items such as these are pretty rare nowadays. Like, I guess, like, common back in the day. So, what's our way to get to Audrey's apartment? Do we, have, we can't take the bridge, the sky bridge? Yeah, we would take the sky bridge. Oh, we will take the sky bridge? Okay. Because they're probably not watching it like they were in the alley. Yeah, alright. Sounds good. We're still sneaking around, right? Yeah, just trying to blend in. Yeah. Yeah. The three of you head upstairs. It's a couple of flights. And you find yourselves on the rooftop. A thin ladder bridge, about 20 feet long, connects from this apartment to Audrey's apartment. How thin of a ladder bridge are we talking? Pretty thin. It's like ladder size, so it's about like a foot and a half wide. Dang. Oh boy. All right. Oh, jeez. Niklaus will attempt to cross first. Jack will hold steady the base of the case that helps. <laughs> Appreciate that, Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Roy, go ahead and do a dexterity check. And I'll give you advantage since Jack is helping. Oh, nice. All right. Dexterity. Thank goodness, because one of them was a three. <laughs> so the other one's going to be a 19 plus oh. two, 21. Nice. You just somersault <laughs> across this ladder bridge. As you do, you see that there are a couple of police officers below you, but they don't, they're not looking up. So, <laughs> Success. Let me get to the other side, and I also will hold the bridge steady on that side. Nice. Alright. Harker, you want to go next? Yep. He's going to use his staff to like oh. help him balance. Yeah, nice. Nice. The tightrope stance. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What is it? Acrobatics? Just it's just a straight dexterity with advantage. Alright. Uh, well, that's a 20. Yep. Yeah, how about, how about you describe it? Okay, Kirkir steps out onto the ladder, moves his uh, staff into position, balances himself, and trips trapes along the ladder to the other side. Alright, Jack will give it a go. Dexterity check? Yeah. The first one was an 11, and the second one is a 10. Yeah, you make it across with the 11. All right, so Jack just, just like, scampers across, right across, doesn't even try and balance, and just hopes that, like, his momentum will carry him across. <laughs> yeah, you make it across, and just at the last second, as you do, the, the bridge 
makes uh from the other edge uh-huh. it gets knocked off oh and it makes a slamming noise against the side of the Uh-oh. apartment Uh-oh. the police officers look up but they don't see anybody Oof. safe all right so now we gotta go into audrey's apartment did the room next door that we were sleeping in or or audrey's room have balconies yeah we can roll with it because then we can just rope ourselves down Oh yeah, you have a rope, be, right? Yeah, we got. I got yeah. rope, and her car has rope because they may yeah. be guarding like in the hallway, right? You know, that's true. It's a good point. Although, what do we are? What are we gonna tie the rope to? The balcony up here, like the railing. Yeah. Okay. All right. And hope that construction standards are are up to. Uh, well, up we'll to give stuff. it a nice. You will ask Jack <laughs> to give it a nice firm, you know, right. pull. Okay. Let's do it. So are we are we above her apartment or are we like a couple rooms down or? Yeah, the three of you can move up to above where you estimate where her two apartments were. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can use my rope, and I will look for the sturdy piece of railing, the least rusted <laughs> or rotted. And if I find something that looks like a good candidate, I'll, I'll kind of grab it and like shake it, see if it, <laughs> if it gives way. Yeah, you find a pretty good piece of metal. It seems pretty sturdy. All right tied the rope securely i'm like who's who's going first i'll go first if it holds jack it should hold the rest of us yeah <laughs> true true all right so jack kind of grips it and kind of tries and shimmies his way down but uses you know his legs for grip and stuff his feet or do i have to roll well if as i do it jack plans to use both his feet and his hands so he's not gonna upper body strength this one full body how about you do a athletics Athletics? Check, yeah. Because it does it does take a little bit of upper body strength. Alright, I got a 12. Yeah. You're able to slide down the rope that Niklaus tied to the railing. And as you lower yourself into the balcony of Audrey's apartment, you peer inside the window and you see Virginia and the half-orc standing inside they seem to be looking at the sculpture that audrey has made and you hear from inside virginia saying it looks a little bit garish doesn't it what do you think galzar jerry the half orc looks on in silence virginia replies yes i always do value your opinion well i don't think there's anything in here shall we go Galazar says nothing. Oh god, this guy. <laughs> he sort of makes like a wave that is like, yeah, whatever you want, boss. Frickin' Jerry, man. Frickin' Jerry. <laughs> he and Virginia leave the apartment. Jack, you plop onto the balcony. And Jack is like, looks up and, and he just mouths, like, like, mouths Virginia and Jerry and points in there. <laughs> And then also, ge- like, gestures, like, you can, it's safe to come down, though, and gives them a thumbs up. <laughs> That's not conflicting at all. <laughs> they are gone, though, right? Like, Jack sees them leave? Yeah. Okay, all right. Niklaus turns to uh, her and is like, what, what, what was he saying? I don't know. It sounded like there, he saw someone in, in there, but it's okay he, to go he, in th- now? He said it was like, it was like uh, finding something hairy? Is that what he said? <laughs> Could have been something. That's... Seems really weird, though. I don't know. He gave a thumbs up afterwards. I don't know what that means. 
Me neither. Should we go down? I guess we should just check it out. Okay. So Nikos attempts to go down. He's not very strong. So he will almost like a like a circus trapeze artist do like a sliding <laughs> like thing down to try to acrobatically descend on the rope. He does acrobatically right, just it, ends up yeah, hanging you... upside down from the rope. <laughs> you have to do some like Cirque du Delay like rope dance as you do it. So go yeah. ahead and do it. <laughs> you know how you, they like are tied around the rope and they're like spinning and unfurling and then he stops right above the thing? Yeah. With the eight... <laughs> With an eight, it looks pretty impressive for <laughs> two-thirds of the way. Jack, you look up and you see Nikos do this very impressive ropes routine. <laughs> and then just at the last third, just falls ten feet onto the Whoa, balcony. Ten feet, that's pretty high. Uh, the police don't. That, that, do the police here? First, Nikos, you take four damage as you fall next to Jack. I mean, it's a good thing it wasn't athletic, so it would have been a five instead. <laughs> <laughs> the From, uh, Jack, you peer over the balcony and you see the police officers are like, did you hear something? And then the other police officer is like, nah, man, it's just your imagination. Reading rainbow. <laughs> All right, here, here. All right, just a dex check or is it strength? It's either athletics or acrobatics. Okay, well, I will do acrobatics because I have, I have a bonus there. Five. You try to slide down this rope, except you go a little bit too fast and it burns your hands. Yeah, it does. And then you plop onto the floor from 10 feet up and you take two damage. Your hands hurt. Yes, they do. I pull a cloth out and wrap them. In any case, the three of you are now on this balcony. Once they get there, Jack whispers, Virginia, Jerry, we're just here. Oh, that's what he was saying. Yeah. That's what you were saying. Virginia and Jerry. Virginia but Jerry has Jerry. a name. Jerry has an actual name. It's it's Jalzar. Jalzar? <laughs> Jalzar. <laughs> what, a, what a terrible name. I know. And he doesn't talk. We'll just talk. it to Jerry for now. Jerry. Yes. Okay, Jerry. And Gina. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry and Gina. Yeah. All right. Do you guys know how to open this window? Yeah, I think it just slides, right? And I try to slide it. Yeah, it actually slides open. The window leads into your side of the apartment. Okay. The scrap metal has been pushed to the side of the apartment. The little three-foot sculpture that held the scrap scimitar is pretty close to there. It's knocked askew. The three of you sort of plop onto the bedrolls that you guys were sleeping in. Was there a, a sculpture that they were looking at in particular? Yeah, it's that like three foot, three foot oh, tall it's, one. Oh, the one. Okay. Yeah. I take a closer look at the sculpture. You take a closer look at the sculpture. It's it's a very, <laughs> it it is actually sort of garish. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a, it's a very heroic looking halfling who was once holding a scimitar. Uh huh. The thing is, it's made out of scrap metal, so the details aren't really there. Does it look mildly reminiscent of Virginia? <laughs> it does not actually <laughs> but if you if you squinted enough it could all right yeah the three of you are in the apartment now what do y'all do you do vaguely remember that audrey asked you to bring back that sculpture for her okay how heavy is it i try and i try and lift it <laughs> yeah you give it a good tug it's about 150 pounds oh, oh no 
To be fair, your carrying capacity is usually something absurd. Okay. Mine is 120, so it's not going to be me. Oh, my carrying capacity is 255. My push, drag, or lift is 510. That's a lot. Oh, but it says, like, the current weight distribution says 24 pounds, but I'm, I'm, I have some other stuff that's not listed. Yeah, I don't but it's think just we're, like an we're pistol. following it that closely. Yeah, okay. yeah, we're not following it that closely, so you could you could probably pick up the sculpture and just put it over my shoulder. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Jack doesn't doesn't like groan when he sees how heavy it is. Yeah, Jack's like, oh, I can almost lift this one handed. <laughs> <laughs> with your yeah, with your carrying capacity was what two fifty? You said two fifty five. Yeah, yeah, you could almost lift it one handed, and you could use it as like a battering ram too. That's your attack. Is you go and you hold it over to the enemies and you just let go. <laughs> you just drop it on them. <laughs> oh, that would kill them. <laughs> All right. Did, is there anything else we have to get from here? Magitek or anything or tools? I mean, you could check and see if there's anything of interest. Yeah. Jack looks for any like any <laughs> like M pistol cartridges. Mm-hmm. Where are you looking? In uh, Audrey's side of the room. Yeah, we should definitely check that out to see. Yeah, yeah. What condition it is after a police investigation? That's true. They probably took yeah. it. The three of you head into Audrey's side of the room, and along the doors that lead into the hallway, you do see some police tape. Inside here, though, there's still some stuff. You take a look around, and there's the kitchen. There's still the same refrigerator. You also see another door that leads into Audrey's room. The living room has been repurposed into a workroom, and the work table is still there with the magnifying glass. Jack goes to try and open Audrey's room. Yeah, it's not locked. What's inside? Inside, you see a pretty spartan room. There is a bed and a picture that is knocked over. You see that there is a mace laying against the corner of the room. There is also a closet. And there are any like nightstand type things next to her bed? Yeah, that's what the that's what the old picture is sitting on. Oh, okay. Are there drawers on the nightstand? Yeah. Uh, Jack goes to open those. Although police probably checked everything, right? The police. Angina and chair char char cherry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go over to the nightstand with the picture on top, and you look inside the first shelf, and there everything has been like cleared out. Yeah or rummage through. There's nothing of particular note in here. Is there you find a pretty cool looking you find a pretty cool looking drafting pencil. $161? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Is there anything indicating her link to I don't remember what corp she said she worked for, but let's see. Well here here, what do you want to look at? Uh just to see if she has if there's any left or anything indicating what corp she worked for or anything sort of left over from that era. Straight looking at the room, you don't really see anything. I mean, if there's anything Jack hasn't opened, I'll take it. <laughs> well, there is the, the picture that's knocked over right now, and there's also the closet. Oh, well, I'll pick up that picture. Yeah. You pick up the picture, and you see that it is... Uh, you see Audrey standing in the middle of it. She is surrounded by a pretty large team of people. There are some humans, some elves, a couple of dwarves. In the corner of the photograph you see Virginia smiling quite cheekily. <laughs> Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah, her suit is not so business yet. <laughs> she went super corporate after Audrey's betrayal. 
Who knows? Or maybe she went corporate before. Oh, led yeah. that oh. led to Audrey's betrayal. Another. We're writing, we're writing it for you, Joey. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I show the picture to uh, Jack and Nicholas. That's interesting. Do you think Audrey wants that? I don't know, but maybe we should take it. She might answer some questions about it. Yeah, she can always just toss it if she doesn't want it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. While they're searching the bedroom, I'll search the main workroom area slash living room slash open floor kitchen. (laughs) And The open floor apartment. I'm looking for any functional Magitech or Magitite that was left behind. Mm -hmm. I will cast Detect Magic. Nice. Yeah. Niklas, you cast Detect Magic, and certain parts of the room light up, but it's mostly coming from the refrigerator. I guess that sort of makes sense, right? I stuck towards it like a hunter eyeing prey. <laughs> is it inside the refrigerator, like behind it in the freezer? Is it, you know, like a double door? Is it top bottom? We'll say it's the entire refrigerator. It's sort of hard to narrow it down. Oh, it's permeating. It's a magic bowl of noodles inside. Yeah. <laughs> I go up to the refrigerator and I slowly rub it for luck. And I'm like, okay, reveal your secrets to me. And I open the door. <laughs> you open the door and you find a JYMO pale ale. Whoa. Oh. And a sandwich that is at least two days old now. Still better than those noodles. Also, do a perception check. It's going to be a seven. You see that sandwich and you feel sort of hungry. Loathing. Pocket the sandwich. And the pale ale. Were they glowing? They are not glowing. Okay. We'll cut back to Jack real fast. Jack's still just kind of wandering around looking. Just kind of looking around. But he's not looking for anything in particular. Just just kind of waiting for the others to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Just snooping. Snooping on, on Audrey's personal effects. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want to a medicine cabinet. <laughs> we can say you're back into the workroom. Okay. How about you do a perception check? I shall do that. 20, unnatural. Wow. In the workroom, there is the work table, and you see that there are a set of tools in the magnifying glass. As you approach, you notice that there is a little sheet of paper hanging off from the bottom of the work table. What does it read? Jack, you pull it out from underneath the table, and it says PW colon 38758. 38758? Yep. PW stands for password. Whatever it stands for. Jack turns to the others and explains he found that little slip of paper and puts it in his pocket. Hmm. wonder what that's for. 38758. 38758. Jack just starts to mutter that underneath his breath. <laughs> we come back to here, here. Where am I? You're still in the room. You just put down, like, the... Or okay. You, you pocketed the picture of... Is there somewhere, anywhere else where that could use some investigation? There's still the closet in her room. Oh. I look in the closet. Yep. You open up the closet and you see that there are a bunch of clothes. There's quite a few work overalls. There is an old business suit. Ooh. A pretty fancy cocktail dress. And do a perception check. Natural one. Somehow I'm wearing the cocktail dress. <laughs> you... Im- <laughs> sure. You, <laughs> you wonder how the cocktail dress would look on you. But I do want to look in the pockets of, like, the business suit. Uh, yeah. Do a investigate check. Okay, 13. Yeah. 
Inside the pockets of one of the business suits, you find a very bent out of shape business card. I look at the business card. The business card says Audrey Lee, Chief Engineer. Does it have the JYMO logo or whatever? Company name actually says Ronin. How do you spell Ronin? R-O-N-E-N. Ronin. Forever known as Ronin. It's not what Joey said. <laughs> Interesting. And there's some outdated contact information for her. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We cut back to Niklaus. Yeah, we cut yeah. back to Niklaus. So I have the, the sandwich and the beer in one arm, and I'm like using the other hand to like rummage through the refrigerator trying to find out where the, the magic was coming from. Yeah, do a arcana check. Arcana check is a 15. With your arcana check, you detect that there is the the usual magitech that's built into these things, which is one of the cold ones. Uh-huh. But for some reason, the door of this refrigerator is a lot more magical than it should be. Mm-mm. I'm like feeling around the door jam and the inside and the outside and trying to figure out what's going on with it. And I, the detect magic, I can see the, the aura like through most barriers. So I should be able to see like inside the door if there's like magic circuits maybe i'd be able to see where they go yeah there's a couple emanating from the door of this refrigerator but we'll we'll cut the jack jack comes to look at the refrigerator door too and is like hey what's going on here some funky going on with this door it's got magic in it rather than the magic to keep the refrigerator cold it's like extra stuff on the door i can't figure out what it's going on should we just break it (laughs) jack just rips the door (laughs) it just brings back the entire door (laughs) you want me to rip it off I mean, they might break it. Yeah, I guess we can't take the entire fridge either. It's like connected to things. Is there a... Can we pop the cover off, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, it sounds like if it's a hiding place, there should be Mm -hmm. some way to access it. Yeah. Joey, can we pop the cover off? Sure. Jack, you feel around the sides of the refrigerator door, and you find a place where if you push down, you feel something budge. Okay. You push down harder... And then the front cover of the refrigerator door pops out, along with three pieces of Magitech. Oh, what are they? There is a Jump Magitech, a Sleep Magitech, and a Heat Metal Magitech. Do we find any Magitite? No Magitite in the refrigerator. Jack asks Nikolaus, is that, can you, can your, like, abilities look for magitite crystals too yeah i'll do another circuit of the room that was just uh, the highest concentration that i saw nearby so uh last for 10 minutes so i gotta gotta hustle all right <laughs> so i do like a circuit of the apartment including the like bedroom see if there's any other hot spots yeah you do find one inside the closet i i notate it and then i i complete my circuit to see if there's any other hot spots before coming back no that's about it all right jack there's a i'm getting another ping here in the closet let's go check it out i point jack at the hotspot i'm like there jack opens What's... the closet door you said yeah yeah here here is standing nearby he's just he's currently frozen in time right now <laughs> he's lost in his thoughts <laughs> yeah he's still wondering about how he would look in that cocktail dress <laughs> he's like he's like he's like holding it in front of him like up. <laughs> <laughs> the cocktail dress is now a magic item <laughs> It casts a charm if you look at it for too long. <laughs> well, what's the cocktail dress look like? Is it just solid color or is it like shiny? Is it sparkly? It's solid red. <laughs> Dang. 
Dang, Audrey. It's about, like, thigh-high. Thigh-high, okay. The three of you are now staring at this closet. I'm just, I'm concentrating down where the, the magic was detected. Yeah, do a investigate check. It's gonna be... 18. Yeah. You take a look at the closet and you notice that on the floor of the closet, there is a hidden panel. Ooh. You pop it out and a lockbox is inside. Check this out, guys. There was a hidden lockbox. Whoa. Why didn't Audrey tell us about all these things before she we came over here? Yeah, seriously. It made it so much easier for us to find. <laughs> we even asked her if there was anything here and she was like, yeah, it's something. <laughs> Can you Jeez. rattle it? What's inside? Does it sound like something big, small? I, I gently, like, rock it from one side to the other. Do I hear any sounds? Yeah, there's something in there. There's something in here. What kind of lock does a lockbox have? If lockbox could lock locks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a five-digit combination lock. I turned to Jack. Check. Yeah. So a five-digit lock on this lockbox. You know what it might be? Oh, maybe that, that, that PW. There were five numbers. Oh. What, what, what were they? Read them out to me. It was uh, five, six, seven, two, three, right? No, no, no. I got it in my pocket. Hang on, hang on. Oh, it was it was uh, eight, three, six, two, three, four? Three, eight, seven, five, eight. <laughs> oh, three, eight, seven, five, eight. Three, right, eight, right. Seven, five, eight. So I put that into the locks. Yeah, the lock box clicks open. Jack, his eyes are wide open, and appears over Nicholas's shoulder. Inside, you find three level one magitites and one level two magitite. Wow. Yeah. From outside the apartment, the three of you hear some footsteps. Uh oh. I think it's time to go, guys. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. We flee the scene. <laughs> but, like, not suspiciously. Well, probably suspiciously, but. I mean, Jack's carrying a three foot <laughs> statue. I don't know how. I <laughs> 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 Maybe somebody from far will think the statue is an actual half. Oh, oh! Co- cover the statue in in your in your wife beater oh, and yeah, yeah. swaddle it like a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! I'll do that. I'll do that. Put it in the cocktail dress. It'll be fine. <laughs> Jack grabs the cocktail dress too and just puts it all into a bundle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 three foot tall statue is now wearing the cocktail dress. <laughs> Where do you guys escape from? Back out the window, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody roll your athletic slash acrobatic check to get up. The clouds, knowing going up a rope is more difficult than going down a rope. Takes solace in the f- Mr. Mystery Fish flavored Jimo <laughs> bar that he had earlier. <laughs> and he feels inspired to swim up the rope like a <laughs> salmon swims up the river. Nice. Matt 20. Nice. Herky rolled a 19. Jack roll a seven. Niklaus, you swim up the rope like a fish. <laughs> here, here, you climb up the rope like a half-orc. Jack, you do the thing where you try to climb the rope, but you, for some reason, can't gain traction. Like, you're climbing it, but you just, like, keep sliding down simultaneously. Oh, possibly because of the 150-pound <laughs> statue that you're do. carrying. And in walk a police direwolf. Uh-oh. God damn these police terrible. And Quick, befriend it. Another police officer. Um, can I use a jump magitech to get up very quickly? Need the magitite though. Okay. Uh Jack like whispers like magitite, magitite, magitite. I feel like just 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 
just don't get seen. Just, okay, just, okay, just okay. hold on right there. Just All right. Jack holds on and tries to hide. Go ahead and roll your high check. 14. The police officer takes a look around. Another police officer also walks in. The dire wolf raises its nose and it makes it sniffs the air. And then are we aware? Does Nicklaus know what's going on? Nicklaus and Hirkir, the two of you are already up on the roof. Only Jack can really see the direwolf. As the direwolf appears to smell you, Jack, it starts whimpering. And it puts its tail in between <laughs> its legs. It remembers. It cautiously approaches where you are. Jack, what do you do? I, I like gesture like, go away, go away. Do I do I see Jack doing that? Yeah. Take the sandwich out. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and like toss it onto the balcony, kind of like <laughs> as far in as I can as I can get it, like so that it like pops on the ground. Yeah, it it lands right next to Jack. And then Jack <laughs> and then <laughs> and then both Jack and the dire wolf look at the sandwich. And then Jack instead of session goes away, like picks up the sandwich, throws it to the dire wolf, and then does go away again. <laughs> And then puts his puts his like finger to his mouth and is like shh. <laughs> the dire wolf takes the sandwich in its mouth. It whimpers a little bit and heads in the heads in a different direction to eat the sandwich. <laughs> we did befriend the dire wolf. Can Jack now clamber up or no? Yeah, give it another shot. Okay, dexterity? No, athletics. Right. Athletics, athletics or, or acrobatics? Okay. Yeah. All right, twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you swim up like a bear. <laughs> Coming up a tree, man, they go up fast. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah. The adrenaline from the dire wolf kind of just gave that jump start. Yeah. The three of you are now on the roof. Uh, Niklaus reels in the rope quickly. Yeah. Uh, just as you do, like the police officer like turns, but he like barely misses it. <laughs> and the rope swims up too. <laughs> and I uh, untie the rope and stash it back in my backpack. Nice. Well, that was close. That was close. Shall, Shall we, we um, go back to the middles and head down? Yeah, let's get out of here, man. This is. Do we want to wait on crossing that bridge, though? Didn't it collapse on one side? Yeah, it fell on one side after Jack ran across. Ah, so we got to. Go. Did it fall towards our side or fall towards the other side? It fell on your side, actually. So we can use it to climb down because it's like a it's like a rope ladder bridge, and so now it's just a normal. <laughs> now it's just the ladder. ladder. <laughs> it's just the ladder. Is this on the side where all the where all the cops are, though? It is closer to the side of the gate, and it only goes down twenty feet. I mean, we can probably go down. There's like should be more than one set of stairs in this building, right? Fire so... escapes, right? Is there a fire I'm escape? Sure, I'm sure, public safety is a, a big emphasis in this part of the uh, city. What about on the other side of the building? Like, if we're on the roof, on the opposite side of the side that we came in. Yeah, so the uh, yeah the uh, the outer edge of the neighborhood. Yeah, the three of you head over to the other side of the roof, and you peer down. You do see that there is a series of balconies that would lead you yes. back is, down. Is there a large pile of hay anywhere? <laughs> is there a pile of hay? Hmm. There's a pile of spikes. They're all pointing up. <laughs> You do see a large pile of trash. Probably not the softest to fall into. <laughs> okay, well, we can hop down balcony to balcony. If we 
lowered ourselves down and dropped down from balcony to balcony. Is there a path to get down to the ground floor? Yeah. Basically, like, you, you go down from one balcony to the other balcony and then down to another balcony and then eventually you'll get the get to, like, the floor. Yeah. Do you guys ready? Should we... You want to try this? Let's do it. Are we taking the balconies? Right, we, um, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we right. Tomb Raider our way down. Sweet. <laughs> All right. How about you guys just roll once the acrobatic slash athletics check? Yeah. All right. Ooh, natural one. So I got a five. That's so a uh, eight plus two is ten. <laughs> uh, I got a seventeen. Perkier mm. got a seventeen. <laughs> the three of you drop down to the next floor, and then you continue to go down. The just as you hit the second floor, Jack, you fall about two stories oh. into the trash. <laughs> And you take six damage. Damn. Similarly, Niklaus, you make it to the first floor, and you fall. And you take five damage. Ow! Ow! Here, here, you make it down, okay? <laughs> that wasn't so hard. Niklaus is, like, rolling his shoulder. He feels like he landed on it. Weird. That hurts. Jack is kind of, like, cut by, like, cans and pointy... I know things that are in garbage. There was a whole. There's a uh, leaf of lettuce stuck in his hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the wife like, beater is dirty again. A whole Lego set was in there too. <laughs> oh, but no. the statue is safe. The statue is safe. So <laughs> yeah, swaddled in safe. the cocktail dress. <laughs> the, <laughs> the statue landed on you, so it's it's fine. Yeah. That's where the second D6 of damage came from, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two-thirds of the party nurses their wounds, <laughs> inflicted to them by gravity. Gravity! Sarah Borellis. And the three of you head back toward the museum. Hi gang, this is your dungeon master buddy, Joey. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Adequately Advanced Magic. I promise the snake will be explained in, like, episode 50 or something. I want to take a second here to give a shout out to Sleepcat, our very first patron on Patreon. You are literally the best and we cannot thank you enough. For anybody else who's listening, if you would like to support us, you can find a link to our Patreon at adequatelyadvancedmagic.com. But you can also help us out by recommending us to any friends you might think would like this podcast. Join us next week as Hercure Jack and Nick Klaus watch a play. <laughs>